Good evening and welcome to Swimming with a Fish, where we hope to provide better service than some of the folks we'll be talking about tonight. I'm Crutch, and as always, I'm here with the Chief and the Goon. Gentlemen, good evening. How are you both? Just dandy. Eh. Hmm. I can see we're going to have a grumpy, grumpy night tonight from Mr. Goon. Goon, what's ailing you? You know, this has been a week where people that are supposed to provide service just just aren't getting it done. Totally agree. I, you know, I thought you would. Why, why don't you talk a little more about that? Well, in my very busy life, sometimes we have to rush off and uh, purchase food at what are commonly referred to as fast food establishments. In particular, not that I'm dropping names, but the initials are KFC. Wait, that is the name. Oh, sorry, me. Uh, silly, silly me. All right. You, you should ask some of the uh, Utes that work there if they know the, what KFC stands for. Because they don't. The Utes. Well, here's kind of how it went. Uh, I was in a bit of a rush. Called my wife, said we need to make some plans for dinner. She said, why don't you just stop by KFC and get our usual. We're not very picky. We get the same thing every time, so this is easy for me. I walk in the door. Now, for those of you who have been inside of a Kentucky Fried Chicken, they're pretty much all set up the same way. There's some chairs for you to sit in. There's a counter to keep you separated from the people who are, in theory, doing work. And there's two registers pointed at you, and one register pointed out the window for those poor souls who are driving through to get their chicken. So, as I approach the counter, there's a young lady in front of one of the registers, which says register is closed, because she is, in fact, counting the drawer. It's about that time of the day, so I'm totally okay with this. However, the gentleman standing next to her looks at me, on the keyboard, and he closes the other register. I'm not taking this personally, because at this point there's two more people who walked in behind me, but there are now no open registers in front of us. The lady at pardon, the window... Pardon, pardon me, pardon me. Yes. Wouldn't that make it difficult to do business? Well, nigh on impossible, in fact, goon. <laughs> um, uh, basically, you know, uh, it's one of those things. We have three registers, two are dead, so now we're down to one. And, of course, that's the one pointed at the car. I'm not in a car. I'm walking around bipedally. The lady at the window, I believe she was the shift manager, turns with a very incredulous look and says, What are you doing? His response, and this is how we'll refer to him for the rest of the story, is, I'm off the clock. Mr. Off the Clock just stood there, staring at the young lady who's counting her register. Now, she's now feeling a little awkward because I'm staring at her, the person behind me is staring at her, Mr. Off the Clock is staring at her, and she's verbalizing her count now, 33, 34, 35, like that'll make it better for us to go away because she's very busy counting. This went on for like a minute or two. We're all just standing there very awkward. Finally, the poor lady shift manager at the window um, takes my order. And uh, I guess standard order, which was a eight-piece meal, which comes with two sides. I asked for a third additional side. After another moment, she literally comes over and smacks Mr. Um, I'm off the clock on the back of the head and says, take his money. At which point, you know, I give the money, and, and he rings up the deal. I go to the little area on the side where you wait for your order. My order comes, and I then proceed to take it home. Only to find, are you ready, of course. Yeah, they messed up the order and, and left off the side I paid for, but didn't get. So, of course, the register receipt has a little code. Go call us or go to the website, put this little code in, and tell us what you think. So I did. And I got back a letter, and I'm going to read the letter to you. It says, Dear Mr. Crutch, 
Thank you for letting us know about your experience at KFC. We do sincerely apologize that you were not satisfied with your visit at our restaurant. And thank you for taking the time to alert us to your concerns. Yeah, wiping everything with very unhappy is certainly alerting them. Sorry, editorial there. Uh, We take feedback of this nature very seriously and we'll be addressing this with the location that you visited. As a token of our gratitude for providing us with these comments, we will be mailing you a voucher to the address you provided, which you can use at your next purchase at this restaurant. Please allow 15 business days for your voucher to reach you. It is our hope that you will give us another opportunity to provide you with both fantastic service and great food. Um, If I wanted great food, I wouldn't go to KFC. I wanted fast food. And I didn't even get anything close to fantastic service. And now I have to take this voucher back to the place that I say basically sucks. And I'm sure as soon as I hand them the voucher, they're going to go, oh, he's the guy. And the next thing you know, I'll be eating Kentucky Fried Rat. Well, there'll prob- probably be a little spittle in, the, in that food, yeah. At the very least. Now, I have been discussing this with the chief. And the chief has come up with a fascinating way for us to move forward and have a cathartic ending to this to this situation. Would you like to fill in the goon on what you came up with, Chief? Well, I, being the humanitarian that I am... It is well known. <laughs> it, is, it is known. Decided that the only way to resolve this was for Crutch to give me the coupon so that I may go to my brethren of the inner city and let them experience the wonderful customer service that that particular KFC has to offer. Now, I will give it to them on a day where they have they've been going through some very hard times as it is. They know the struggle of KFC and also understand that they get their order wrong a lot of the time. In mm-hmm. fact, so much of the time that they may just go behind the counter and do it themselves. <laughs> the uh, the chief was kind enough to provide me with a. I, I believe that was a Popeyes though in that in that video yes. was it not? Chief? Yes, yeah. It was, it was. Uh, it, well, this individual had had so many bad experiences with Popeye. He just literally walked in, walked behind the counter, put together a meal for himself, and walked out complaining vociferously the entire time. <laughs> Was that it link me? will be provided on our website. No, actually, it wasn't you. Uh, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a skinny urban individual. No, then it wasn't me. <laughs> that would be that would be two of the three words never used to describe you. Indeed, <laughs> they do describe as an individual. <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, those, that's not to be walking side by side. <laughs> it might it might not look like it's just one person, but it is. Oh, but we we would wouldn't have the show without you. Come on. So, so there's my wonderful experience with customer service lately. Um, unfortunately, uh, the, the <laughs> on on top of everything else is ticking off the goon. Uh, his 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 poor better half uh, had her own service concerns. How'd that go? So uh, yeah, you know uh, uh, the hurricane has been uh, been traveling a lot lately. She just spent five weeks uh, down south um, at a, a an establishment of the Marriott Corporation. You know, you know, all the hotel chains have different like levels of uh, of hotels, right? From the from the ones that we would all stay at to the very top level snooty ones. <laughs> I like I like where you put us. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what you call it. You get 
you get the free kind of okay breakfast, and it's right by the interstate, and uh, probably there's a KFC near there. <laughs> is, is there a Bojangles? Because that's when you know you you've reached the level that I go to. I I Bojangles. Wow. Uh, they they have the best chicken, man. Do they really? All you have to I get, get a lot. be able to swallow it. <laughs> that's the key. Wow. You gotta you gotta wash that down with uh, with some liquid. Yep, it's that uh, it's that iced tea that is questionable. You know, <laughs> but I, well, I'm it turns sorry out for there's it. three near yeah. us. Yeah. Sorry, no, no. So, so um, the hurricane was at a at a, a mid level Marriott residence in for the five weeks she was down south, and the staff there could not have been nicer. Every time they saw her, they said, "Hey, hurricane, how are things going?" Is there anything we can do for you? You know, in five weeks, are you going to have problems here and there? Little things that don't work? Yeah, they took care of them every time. It was a it was a wonderful experience, and she spent, with her business, thousands of dollars to stay there because she needed to do that. Sounds, sounds good so far. So, so far, so good. So this uh, past three days, uh, she was uh, with a trade delegation from a uh, foreign country. More on that later. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they were staying locally, and they said, Gosh, we don't want you to risk you having to be in late because of the subway service that we have here in our uh, our, our quaint capital city. So we're going to put you up at uh, um, the uh, snooty level Marriott over there by the Key Bridge in Arlington, Virginia, just just in case uh, uh, Bill Marriott is listening. Mm-hmm. You never you never know, right? Right. Almost and, anybody uh, could hear this show. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what happens uh, on her? Uh, not her first night there, but her second night there. She goes up uh, to her room between the time when the uh, the speaking and training for the day is over, and then you're going to go out with the delegates and show them a little of America. Mm-hmm. You know, go out Mark. to dinner. Mark. And uh, she has a, a phone call. Please come down to the front desk. Okay. She goes down, and wow, the lady that was at the front desk probably missed out on the training part where they said that Marriott was in the hospitality business. She she was very hospitable. No, I, you, you, you couldn't use that word. Uh, she, uh, she claimed that, well, we tried to charge your parking and it didn't go through your $75 of parking for three days. And the hurricane said, well, that's because I don't like you hotels charging all these holds on my credit cards. So I ask you what your hold policy is. You told me you put in a hold for $60 for incidentals. And I also told you, if you need to spend for anything else, just tell me and I will fix it. Wow. We never did the $60. And she picked up her phone, tapped out her bank account and said, there you go. There's the hold right there. See, $60, Keybridge Marriott. What do you say now? Well, parking is not an incidental. Oh, and I've locked you out of your room, so you better pay or you're not getting your stuff. Are now, you now, kidding me? No, no. For what amounts to fifteen dollars, because they already had the sixty, right? Um, Did the they hurric- want one hundred thirty-five then? No, uh, no. Uh, well, this girl might have, uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, that's hard. Um, Chief, you met the hurricane. Why don't you tell me what happened? Uh, is this before or after she went to prison? Is, it, is this like all of a sudden a scene from Jason Bourne? You know, uh, it did not go well for this individual. 
because then she said, well, I'm going to need to talk with your, with your manager, with your front desk manager, um, and who was helping someone else, and the girl wouldn't even go over and whisper to the manager, this customer needs to see you when you're through. So what happened was uh, the hurricane is standing there. The manager gets done and goes to help somebody else who oh, actually, oh, oh. Who actually oh, oh. stepped in front of the hurricane. Oh, and the hurricane not, then said, good. yeah, said to the young lass, didn't you even tell him? Well, I, she goes, stop. I don't want to hear any more from you. <laughs> the winds are now swirling. <laughs> yeah, uh, indeed. We are now up to force five. And uh, we may be increasing even more. Gee willikers. And uh, so I have to say that the manager there comped uh, like a day of parking. And she said, well... I'm going to need to talk to the GM because the hurricane's attitude is this. You know what? If that young woman hasn't been trained, then it's the general manager's fault because you need to train people. And and what the heck are you do? What the heck are you doing putting an untrained person out on front of the house? You know, you obviously don't know your job. That's we we have a name for that in our family. It's called incompetence. So how did you get to be a GM if you're incompetent? Incompetence, incompetence. It does sound like we could have a little little song there, break out into song, dancers, that kind of thing. The June Taylor dancers, maybe. Wow. Any of them are still alive. So there's a, for, for all of you Walking Dead fans, this would be <laughs> like when Negan opened the door and asked, what are you doing? As a man was attempting to assault a female, and he said, well, I was, and he said, you don't think I needed you to answer that question, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then proceeded to kill the guy. <laughs> and and I can just imagine that same scenario without the knife through the neck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it wasn't the not... baseball bat? It was the knife through the neck? Yes. Ah, okay, well, you know. So, okay. uh, t- so, so today upon checkout, um, the uh, the hurricane had an appointment to talk with the GM. And she first uh, uh, got her car out of uh, what she told them was car jail. <laughs> <laughs> didn't ca- didn't um, cash out or check out because she found from the friendly folks in uh, uh, in the South said, you know, if we don't, if you don't check out, then we can do stuff to modify your account. But if you check out, we can't. Hmm. So she said, well, I'm not checking out until until I talk with the uh, with the GM. So she starts talking with the GM, and she notices that the only person available to check her out is the friendly girl from the other night. <laughs> Sister Mary Sunshine. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, are we going to have fun. So anyway, she didn't pay for parking at all. <laughs> they gave her car. No. She got she got 100,000 reward points because she's already a gold platinum with Oak Leaf Cluster member because she travels so much. And, and and let me be honest, as a family, we, we like Marriott. We have had, except for the snooty level hotels, mm-hmm. we have had terrific service. But three of the snooty hotels in the Washington area, we have had epic fails similar to this one. They re-rented my corner suite in one of the rooms while I was still in it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm so Bill, Are you still here? <laughs> yeah. so, so Bill Marriott, if you're listening... <clears throat> You need to get this crap fixed. I don't know what the problem is with the upper level hotels. The you know what? 
Uh, the courtyard or the residence inn or whatever your low-level one is, Fairfield maybe, they're doing fine. But these other guys, they you, you need to do a little house cleaning. Get a fix, dude. That seems to be a good theme for, for all the folks who whose uh, uh, ability to have uh, good services as waning. Um, we could probably even apply that to the federal government. I mean, right now we're talking about a potential, wait for it, here it comes, government shutdown. Ah! Because, you know, here we are, you know, running out of money because we haven't reached an agreement. We're at it again, folks. Another government shutdown threat. Uh, the uh, I, I, I get so tired of this game we all play. Everybody doesn't know how to do their job. Whether your job is Congress, behind a desk, or behind a counter, or writing software, or whatever. Um, people lately just don't seem to be interested in doing a good job or even trying to do a good job. Or, or not even being, you know, we could have played out this whole thing without being rude. Well, that, I mean, that's, <clears throat> that's how you, you get the, the other person to know their place. Because uh, as, <laughs> as, as our good friend Bon Quiqui has shown us, you, know, <laughs> you do not interrupt me behind the counter as I am doing something, nothing, whatever. As soon as you walk up, if you see that I am engaged in something else, like talking on the phone, you must wait until I'm done with said phone call. Or we will call security. Yes. Have you escorted out of the building? That's going to be that's going to be really hard with my hand clamped around your throat. Well, the, the moment that lady, uh, I'm using the term very loosely, the moment the uh, the individual blocked your your beloved out of her room, you know. Um, at the point, you have no more bargaining chips. In fact, I, if, if if I was the hurricane, I might have said, I will wait until somebody else is available to check me out because I have no faith in your ability to do it. That is, said it right to her face. That is exactly what she did after talking with the GM. I did forget to mention that. She oh, looked over I and she said, said, I don't trust her to even check me out. I don't want her to speak to me. I don't want her to make eye contact with me. <laughs> I'll need someone else to check me out, please. Thank and you, G- Hillary. <laughs> and the GM did it himself. Wow. I pretty much don't think that person may even work there. Well, well, she knows her place now, and it ain't at the Keybridge Marriott. Let's just say that. Well, there you go. Okay. See, this is why I carry a butterfly knife. Because <laughs> you'd be surprised... How, how quick how, your room would open up. <laughs> how service change as soon as they just hear it clicking. They're like, what's that? They they see the flash, because usually there's a light. The light will reflect back at them. <laughs> it, it, well, it's a nice outside casing. You know, it's really reflective. If you catch the light just right, a little flicky-flicky in the eyes. Yeah. Good good to clean your nails with. <laughs> see, this is how this is going to go down, <laughs> as you're cleaning your nails. <laughs> And they're just staring at your hands. They have no idea what you're saying because their ears have completely shut off and all blood is in their eyes right now, focused intently on your uh, well, manicure. Well, there's there's some blood going to creating urine, I think, probably. But and that's, What's and... That? Is that a rain storm here? Oh, no, okay. <laughs> Tile floors are a bummer. Yeah, oh, oh my God. I, I just... I just don't know how an establishment with a fine reputation could have could have an epic fail like this. I just I, I don't get it. Well, the good news is at least they're not United. Airlines. Yeah, I I heard 
<laughs> they killed a bunny. <laughs> What's it? One of you? <laughs> wait, you know what, wait. You know what the worst thing about it is? One third. This is an actual statistic, folks. One third of all animal deaths associated with airline flight are because of United Airlines. Think about all the airlines that are out there. You want to kill your animal? Fly United. <laughs> Guess they're gonna. Um, you mean you mean animal deaths in the plane? Not yeah. like like if, I hit a bird a, that was flying. No, if you took a sum total of all the animal passengers, if does that term work for you, or animal cargo? It, 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 I understand. Right. Yeah. For for every thousand animal cargo deaths, three hundred and thirty three of them were on a United flight. Well. Maybe maybe what I saw on uh, uh, one of the websites is right. Maybe uh, the president ought to use them to get Assad out of Syria. <laughs> All of a sudden, I've got this visual of the scene from Airplane where they're trying to calm the lady <laughs> down. And they're all just lined up. <laughs> really, President Assad, calm down. <laughs> the chief could be there with his knife calmly just cleaning his nails, waiting his turn. <laughs> Yes. Oh, visuals. Love visuals. Here's a visual for you. A very, very long southern border of the United States. It's a beautiful lo- visual. It might not make it into the current funding arrangement because, um, well, there's people who don't mind MS-13 and drug trafficking and human trafficking coming across the southern border, and they have D after their name in politics. Um Although Ted Cruz did come up with an interesting solution to this problem. He, uh, he, uh, he, he wants to take all the money he confiscated from El Chapo, which I believe is something on the order of $14 billion for the B, and apply that to building the wall. And I'm thinking, how much wall can you build for $14 billion? <laughs> uh, and where do I get the contract for that job? <laughs> yeah, I'm, what do we have to do? We could do it. I, I see one-tenth of one percent. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I see the three I of us math. I see the three of us as like at the end of office space with the hard hats and the lunch pails building a wall out in the desert somewhere. Happy. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, the good news is we can end our our ode to uh, customer service on a note. Uh, folks, I am now the proud owner of a very high-speed Internet connection. Um, I had the folks from Verizon... Everybody shudders a little bit. I had the folks from Verizon over today to uh, completely rip out all of my old Fios equipment and install brand new Fios equipment to give me the very high-speed internet connection I am now enjoying. The appointment, like most appointments, was from any time beginning at 1 to 5 o'clock and may take as much as 4 hours. I think enjoy. Well, to my surprise and delight individual whose name is Corey. Shout out to Corey from Verizon. Corey shows up at one fifteen, folks. I looked at him and I almost wanted to say, who are you and how did you get this Verizon truck? Not only does he show up at one fifteen, he completes all of his work in 90 minutes, not four hours, and didn't have to come into my house, didn't have to shut any of the equipment off in my house. All of my equipment, my TV, my phone, all of my routers and network devices and switches and printers and computers that were even on at the time didn't miss a beat and I'm speaking to you today over that very same internet connection happy happy camper i am so props and shout out to verizon in particular Corey of verizon 
terms, there is a, you know, I guess there is a silver lining in our, in our trials and tribulations with the uh, service. Well, that that's true. Hey, you know, we, we didn't talk about this before we went on the air, but uh, did either of you read um, any of the articles this week on Verizon possibly doing a merger and the different companies that they're look, kind of looking to merge with? Uh, no. They, no they, don't <clears throat> they got the approval and they currently have the highest bid for the company that owns the most spectrum. Ooh. So they just beat out uh, T-Mobile for that. And what does that give them? That will give them all the uh, wavelengths that were surrendered by the old TV companies now that everyone has gone digital. Mm. So they will now have the most 5G and above than anyone else. So this would be for like WiMAX? Potentially. Wow. Because they, do, oh. they they have to do something now that they realize <clears throat> they are playing in the same space as Sprint and everyone else with the unlimited data plans. They can't... Isn't it amazing how they came back? Well, they didn't have a choice. Right, now, exactly. So, so now they've got to be able to beat them at something else. And Sprint has tried multiple times to get WiMAX but never is able to get it successfully. Comcast is actually doing it in particular <coughs> urban areas, but... Really? Yes. If you go to any... I shouldn't say any. Majority of Section 8 housing, you and you just pull up wireless, <laughs> you'll see Comcast Wireless. And really? it'll, it'll be the guest one that requires you to have an account in order to do mm -hmm. it. So Nice. Saves wiring. You don't have to worry about yanking, people yanking it out for the copper. True that. Yep. The article that I saw said that Verizon is looking for exactly the kind of companies you mentioned, Chief, but they also speculated that Verizon could merge with another provider for, to make an even bigger company. You know, they're, they're almost like they're trying to get back to what they started as, which was the phone company. So I There's thought it was AT&T that was Ma Bell, not, not Verizon. Both, actually. Well, uh, Verizon, Verizon was, and I know for a fact because I was part of that merger, uh, Verizon is the merger of GTE and Bell Atlantic. Right. And Bell Atlantic was uh, was the old CNP in the Bell system here. Ches Chesapeake and Potomac. But um, they, the, the two companies that they speculated uh, might, might merge with Verizon to have a bigger kind of cable TV and in, in, in that space were Comcast, which doesn't thrill me so much. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to scare you. <laughs> uh, the other company was Disney. Say what? And I, yeah, the other company was Disney that Disney would love to have a distribution channel for its media. Oh dear. And they, and they thought that would be a good match, and 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 I uh, they already have enough. They've got ABC, ESPN, the Disney Channels, ad nauseum. But but that's all on the content creation side. That's not on the distribution side. Other mm -hmm. than that, uh, right? Other than they sell their, you know, they're not they're not really interested in the cable TV side. Other than hey, those are wires into everybody's houses, and we could use that. And that's a technology that you know we're we're. I don't know if they're especially good at it or not. Uh, but I thought, heck, that would be interesting. Especially for someone who loves Disney. I can't imagine who you'd be talking about. Well, I mean, you do have a 
tattoo of Tinkerbell somewhere. I'm, and I'm sitting here looking at my Disney mouse pad, drinking from my Disney cup that I got from one of the Disney parks. <laughs> and the oh. name of the beast is Walt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, listen, resistance is futile, okay? You two will be <laughs> assimilated. Be the That's right. Whether you like it or not. That's our beauty in the Borg. <laughs> yeah. Next week, Crutch will sound just like Mickey. I will not. Um, I, I will not. Okay. Oh, God. That's a mutation I don't even want to <laughs> venture down. Oh, speaking of mutation, by the way, everybody, happy or unhappy Chernobyl Day. Today, of course, is the anniversary of the Chernobyl disaster. There's nothing happy about that. I will. You have, know, some uh, some people like their plants to glow in the dark. I'm just saying. The plants, number one, the plants don't, don't glow, and number two, the animals have adapted just fine. There are no three-legged deer or anything like that. Really? And and it has become a tourist attraction. And I wasn't sure if it was. Why would you go there? See see an abandoned city. Yes. You get to wear you wear one of those radiation patches. When it turns black, that means that uh, you better get out of there. And, and, and okay, that means you waited too long. How long do you have? Depends. Depends on how fast you're going. Uh, I've seen people. I think thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a quick ride. It's like a Disney ride. You know, you you're going to spend a long time getting there, and then you can't spend a lot of time on the ride. It's, but unlike it, a Disney ride, it won't kill you. I mean, you know. That's well, but Disney doesn't. I, I said that backwards, but you know what I meant. We did. I, I haven't died on a Disney ride yet. <laughs> well, I will say this. It is uh-huh. very sad for all the people around there. It uh, the sarcophagus that they don't forget Finland. The sarcophagus that they buried it under has cracked because oh, that's not good. The, the radiation was too much, and so it, it's now like a volcano puffing the smoke out. <laughs> oh, and Lord, really? That is why the people upwind get the radiation. I thought they were building a brand new sarcophagus over the old one. Uh, they put more concrete over it. They should just pour cold water on it. Yeah, because that, that's how this all started, okay? Oh, that's right. Sorry. Because so that worked I am really not well. I'm a nuclear in... engineer, nor do I play one on the radio. That yeah. works so well in Japan. Yes, they <laughs> they need to launch oh, yeah. it in space or or just collapse the earth beneath it. Cause there's if, no... if they launched it at the sun, could it put out the sun? No. It wouldn't no. even make it. You sure? I'm positive. Wouldn't, I'd be really wouldn't even hit. Put out the sun. Wouldn't even hit the corona, Crutch. Okay. Your tan, your tan this summer is safe. Because I need help. I'm one of, I'm, I'm one of the pasty nation. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> no, <laughs> you never will. <laughs> no, I, no I, I guess not. <laughs> I think it's, it I, goes without saying. I didn't know uh, we had a group, though. That's, that's good to know. <laughs> that's right, pasty nation. Oh, no, I'm getting hats. Because <laughs> I'm also part of the balding nation, and I get a little burned up there. It's so sad. It really is sad. But you know it's not nearly as sad as some of the shenanigans going in your very backyard, gentlemen, because you guys kind of live near each other. We do. Yeah, well, you do, sort of. You live in the same county, don't you? Ah, uh, we do. We're here in the People's Republic. Yes. Yeah. Well, did you hear what happened in your county? 
Uh, oh, no. Oh, you're going to love this. There's this group called uh, Judicial Watch, and they actually are pretty good with math. <laughs> and um, they found out that the records in uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, show that there are um, 657,548 people who are registered to vote. The problem is the voting op population, voting age population is only 633,295, which means approximately, and we're just ballparking here because I can't do numbers this late. It's been a long day. About 16,000 people are on the voter registration who don't live in Montgomery County. Now, we don't know whether or not these are people who used to live in Montgomery County and they died or they moved or they changed their names, but... Frankly, you know, 16,000 votes, if I happen to know one of those names is, you know, Dead Uncle George, and I go back and vote for Dead Uncle George, hey, I just voted twice, didn't I? Oh, well, that can't happen here, because if that happened here, our entire county council would be all Democrats. Oh, wait. You were saying? Yes. See, I, I, filed, net, this, net, net. I filed this under stuff I already know and gets me upset. <laughs> so... Oh, I'm sorry. Am I, like, poking the bear? So when I saw this come through... Which isn't really a Russian reference, but, you know. See, and there you go again. You know, I'm going I heard to... a click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm too far away to see the light flash in my eyes. <laughs> oh, I think you might see the light shortly, though. <laughs> It'll be a flash of light. It'll be a quick one. That's right. In the middle of the night. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You'll just open your eyes and they'll be standing there right next to you. Big old smile. Oh, thank you. I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go make some coffee. I'm going to be up all night. Uh, coffee's not going to help you, sir. <laughs> no, nothing's going to help me at this point. It's yes. been a very long day. Uh, 76,000 people uh, got removed. And even with that happening, there were still... There's still 16,000 more? Yes. It, Good. Uh, as Googly I told, moogly. As I've told you many a time, <laughs> I still get a registration card for my old name that says I'm wow. 99 years old. Actually, I am now 103. <laughs> I may become the oldest living oh. person because they messed up. <laughs> it, it would be, it, it I would want be. you to go to Guinness. <laughs> just, just stroll on in, show me your card. <laughs> I'm remarkably well-preserved. I think I think you should have News Channel Eight come and come and interview you as the oldest person <laughs> in the county. Well, I remember a time when there was buggies going down the street. See, I'd be I'm I'd be around 117. Uh, wow, 1900, really? According to their records. And, wow. And the the sad thing is, is that my, you don't look a day over 85. My mother still gets the we can't wait to see this person and she says that's my son and then they look at her like <laughs> vampires you know <laughs> she's got to be 130 <laughs> it's a terrible thing there's there's nothing i can do about it i've tried correcting it and then i gave up and then i found out that the two people that lived here before us we get their registration information they moved to Florida wow. 11 years ago. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. That's crazy. Uh, but our government just, that's just the only thing the government does wrong. Everything else is okie dokie, right? 
absolutely. Like like the way the judiciary can make up laws on the fly. Want an example? Uh, you know what? Uh, gosh, I'd love an example. We have sure. so many. Well, as you all have noticed, if, uh, you know, it is the 26th of April, and it's been all over the news how the President of the United States has been shot down once again by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals because he had the audacity to file an executive order that they didn't like. Until you actually read the executive order, which basically doesn't say we're doing anything other than enforcing the laws that are already in the books, and then you read the result that the judge came up with, and he says, I'm only telling them they can't do what they didn't say they were going to do, but they can do the things that they're going to do. But yeah, somehow this is a great you know, swat at, uh, at President Trump. Sounds like a process I'd make up. Well, I guess my feeling is I've watched a lot of court shows. I've been on a jury twice, and I was always under the assumption, and it appears to have been a, a false assumption, that the only thing that matters in court is verified testimony, whether that is evidentiary or verbal, but testimony is testimony. You know, you have to have proof to follow your position. What the judges in the Ninth Circuit Court have decided is anything that candidate Trump said is now evidence that President Trump is going to do it. Therefore, we can, you know, deny him everything because, well, you know, he said he was going to nuke China. Yeah, No, he didn't. He didn't even joke about nuking China. And anyway, he would say nuking China. But, you know, he maybe uh, could blast that little fat kid lives over there next to China. Oh, the one with the really cool haircut? That's the one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's um the little pot belly dictator. Yeah, he's uh he's uh, been flexing his muscles lately. But but yeah, so we got the Ninth Circuit Court over there, and of course all of this eventually will bubble up to the Supreme Court, which now has nine members, and hopefully, you know, somebody will swat the ninth like they do all the time. I think the ninth actually has a worse record than most weather people. Ooh, ouch. Right. Yeah. That's harsh. Thank you. I thought so too. But harsh and real. Real and harsh. That's, that's what we are here. It was supposedly an injunction against the sanctuary cities. There's no injunction. The executive order wasn't even necessary. Sometimes I think President Trump is just poking the bear. You know, I'm just going to put this piece of paper out there and watch them all go crazy about it in the Ninth Circuit. Then they do, and the press goes, look, a victory. And, of course, what they don't realize is that Trump is doing whatever Trump was going to do anyway. So somehow everybody wins. The press win because they think like they're the arbiters of all things progressive, and, and Trump wins because Trump's doing what Trump does. You uh, you think we're going to get a government shutdown? I think it doesn't even matter if we do. Cause... I yeah, I don't I, I don't think it it holds the stigma that it used to hold in the old days where you know politicians were petrified because we're going to get kicked out of office. I think if Trump said, you know what, everybody gets to go home for three days, everybody will go. Huh, I got a vacation. Oh, government services. Um, We'll we'll go back to the top of the day, right? They're not really good at doing services. If you tell me you're going to stop it, maybe you'll stop doing the bad ones, too. You know, know, here's the thing, though. Um, During the last shutdown, it really affected the hurricane's business. I mean, we lost pretty close to 20 grand that we'll never recover. And, And I started thinking about that. You know, the government employees lose nothing in a shutdown because every shutdown that's ever happened, they get paid for the time they had off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, for those like us uh, contractors, the particular program that the three of us are on has, they get funded in advance, more or less. Because they're smart. And they, right. And they had enough enough cushion 
to wait out that, so we didn't see any interruption there either. Yeah, had it uh, gone much longer, we'd have started to feel it. Yeah, but if you're a, but if you're a small uh, business person working with the government, yeah, you lose that money and tough. Yeah, it never. You're right. It never comes back. Well, that's but what hopefully, you get for trusting the government in the first place. Yeah, so, <laughs> Why so are you dealing with the government in the first place? What was your problem? You know. You, you know what? That, you guys hit on exactly the lesson that the hurricane took from that. Do you know how many government contracts we have right now for her company? Can I count them on one hand? Yep. Count them on one finger? Nope, can't count them on one finger. Because there's no, zero. That would have to be zero, then. Because that would be zero. Wow. I bet the hurricane is happier when they're not staying at a Super 8-style hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it, it, it was very interesting because the, 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 the gig that she had with the trade delegation, these are business people from a foreign country and we want to put our best foot forward Mm -hmm. and one of the things that she does that she's learned from her personality training that it's very (laughs) important she teaches personality types stop don't make me come through this screen and grab you by the throat stick them an extra one for me tonight will you chief (laughs) you got it wow thanks pin cushion uh Using a person's name is really important. So if she is doing a talk where she has question and answer, and you ask a question, she tries to remember your name. Mm-hmm. Well, well, these folks were all from a non-English-speaking country and had difficult to pronounce first names. But mm-hmm. she soldiered on and did the best she could. And you know what the leader of the trade delegation said to her on the way out? We appreciate he, it. He, he came up to her, pulled her aside, and said, thank you for honoring us by using our names. Whether you pronounced them right, you certainly tried your best, and boy, that's really an honor. We appreciate that. Very nice. You know, unfortunately, some of the other speakers had to spend the entire time uh, bashing the administration because uh, that's apparently what you do, even though the topic was government acquisition, which it really doesn't change much under any administration. No, at that level, it's all bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah, right. Like like the president can't say... um, God, I, I can't think of the uh, of the act that uh, went in under uh, the Obama administration. Uh, Sarbanes-Oxley can't write an executive order to say that's going to go away. You can start it in motion, but that takes a year or two to get that all through. Mm-hmm. You know, so they they can't very well complain about that in the first hundred days. And besides that, whether you like them or not, whatever your personal opinion is, these trade folks are going to have to deal with the current administration for at least four years anyway. So you might as well get used to it. And they don't need to hear our politics. They're no more interested in ours than we are of theirs. I couldn't even tell you who the Prime Minister of India is nowadays. Indeed. And, uh, and you know, uh, really, I think it's professional not to go into politics uh, on, your, on your speaking and teaching engagements, unless that's what the subject that you happen to be teaching or speaking on. Sure. But, uh, but apparently our liberal friends, they don't, they don't see it that way. Well, for some people, everything is political. And isn't that a shame? It truly is. Well, I mean, we, we like our fair amount of politics. That's why we do this fun and game show. It is, but we also add a little conspiracy theory. and Oh, yeah, folks. Actually, oh, my gosh. This is normally the week we do conspiracy theories. We'll have to put that off to a different week. We're off a little our schedule, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll be having one of those conspiracy theory shows very soon, I promise. Well, 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 some of us had to take a break because regular life was apparently too much. Yes. Which, that that was it, right, uh, Chief? Yes. Uh, the, the dedicated were still here working. Well, Soldiering on. And I totally appreciate it as I uh, sat by the pool and uh, 
enjoyed the warm breezes of Florida. Ordered margaritas, did you? No, I was very good. Um, I only drink when I leave the country. Well, you know, speaking of another country. And so far as, as far as I know, Florida is still part of the U.S. Well, yes. Until but, such time as it becomes the sovereign nation of Disney. Which I'm sure someone is currently advocating for as we speak. He's already printed up his own passport. Are you kidding? I'm, I'm typing. Dear Walt, please let me in. <laughs> He's dead. Your, your most obedient, humble servant. It's like, the goon. I, for one, am looking forward to our Disney overlords. Heresy. Oh. Well, there is, there is a good, you know, in, in case you don't want to go to the sovereign nation of Disney, um, there was a little bit of good news to come out of the usually service deficit uh, District of Columbia today. Uh, the president has posted some of the details of his new tax plan. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm kind of excited. We're down to two. Three rates, 10%, 25%, and 35%. The marriage deduction doubles from 12600 to 24000 And the alternative minimum tax is gone. Those are three things to be happy about. And I want to be happy today. And then now, I want to be a... Did they state how much you're making to fit into those brackets? Um, I think you and, and, and I and, and, the, um, and the goon are probably in that Mr. 35 there. Really? Rats. Yeah, it, it may be. I, I have to show, see if I can find some numbers for you guys. If I find the numbers, I will post those also on the website. Excellent. Because that, well, while that is lower than the current 38%, it is still unfortunate. But the, the interest about the, 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 the deduction, the, you know, the base deduction going up to 24, means some people who might itemize and, and do a lot of work to account for all of their charitable deductions... Hint, hint, me, me, may not have to do that because, frankly, I can't remember the last time I had $11,400 in charitable deductions. You're saying you're just not that generous? I'm just saying I don't have $11,400 worth of stuff to give away. Or was it that you don't like poor people? I'm, I'm not sure which. It's it's that he, he equates the poor with Sicilians and that they can <laughs> die on an island. You know, it's, it's a shame when I hear him wow. talk about it. Wow, did you really go there? You did, but that's funny. Yeah. I enjoyed that. <laughs> it's, it's funny. There will be some large, unsmiling men visiting you tonight, dude. <laughs> yeah, really. There's a, a low, guy. A low, funny guy. That's right. You talk out of the side of your mouth. So, it, it must be Wednesday, then. <laughs> Wednesday is yeah. Prince Spaghetti Day. I did not know that. We should go get spaghetti. I think that's an. I think that is an awesome, awesome thing. Let's right, go. Folks, we're going to go get spaghetti. Bye. <laughs>